in another pivotal career um another pivotal moment for your career in your life it's of course i think uh sterling brands uh the the agency that you were working the longest more over two decades where you were partner where you did probably your bigger projects uh, such as uh, burger king identity star wars and so on and so on and the moment you joined that company were you already a name within the new york design uh, community or um, did they you, you join an earlier stage where you were talented but not still affirmed um i don't think i had a name no um i think that i was beginning to show signs of being successful in branding at the previous agency that I worked at, which when I started uh, was called the Schechter Group and was acquired by Omnicom and then merged into Interbrand during my tenure there. When I got to the Schechter Group, I had been on a bit of a downward spiral with my career and had gone from being a designer to then an account manager, and by the time I got to the Schechter Group, I wasn't even an account director. I was somebody that was hired to bring in new business. And for me, it was as if I were um, falling down the ladder as opposed to climbing up. And I only took the job as what was then vice president of business development at the Schechter Group to be able to pay my mortgage. And I was not that excited about working, doing sales. But I knew how to do sales at previous design firms that I'd worked at because I was one of the owners of the design firm that I was at, and that was part of what we had to do. We had to bring in business to then make the, make the work. And so I did know how to do it. What I didn't realize when I got there was how good I was going to be at it. And that was one of the big surprises of my life. And while I was there, I brought in a tremendous amount of business. It was almost as if I intrinsically understood branding, even though I had never had any education in branding either. And I think it was because of the way that I grew up and my dad had a pharmacy for all of um, his life, all of his adult life. And I worked in it weekend after weekend after weekend. So I think I became very cognizant of what it meant to sell people things, to watch them choose things, to have that financial exchange. And I was able to bring all of that sort of nascent knowledge to what I was doing. But because it was so politically turbulent there, given the merge into Interbrand, it was just a nightmare being there. It was so backstabby and political, and I really hated it, and ultimately ended up going to Sterling at, at that time in 95. Um, and, I, and ironically, Sterling was also acquired by Omnicom when I was there, but that was intentional. And my two partners and I intentionally um, were able to uh, be acquired by Omnicom, which was a very different kind of 
situation than the one that I, I found myself in when I was at Schechter. I love the work and I love the people. I just didn't love the politics. Yeah, it's a familiar feeling. And um, do you did you manage to create the right environment when you moved to to Sterling? Like was then then this side part of the project of the work that you didn't like were you able to set the right culture and the right I don't know tone and spirit in the company? That's a great question. I love these questions, Georgie. Thank you for for making this so pleasurable. Um, I didn't. My 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 initial entry into Sterling was also fraught with difficulty. I started there in May of 1995, and the company had just come out of bankruptcy. They had been part of the Michael Peters Group, which had been uh, a company that that had come to the United States with great fanfare. They were a huge organization in the UK, and then they came to the United States. They opened an office in New York. They opened up an office in Minnesota, and they had an office in Canada. And they did very splashy, very big work for a long time, and then, I guess, fell on hard times. Um, Simon Williams, the managing director of the New York office, ended up buying that office from Michael Peters when it went bankrupt for a dollar. So he was looking for somebody to come in and shake things up and bring in new business. I didn't quite understand all of the history when I went there, but I, I knew enough to know that I could potentially make an impact, and that's ultimately why I chose to go there. And when I got there, it was as if the stars aligned. Now, the first year was really hard because my job was business development. I came into an organization that was primarily white male, British white males who thought that this colleague of theirs, um, this sort of loud American girl, um, was sort of a loud American girl. <laughs> so they gave me a lot of grief. And they also had a very European design mentality. Now, the world has changed a lot since 1995. And I think that the United States design community, particularly the brand community, has learned a lot from the design aesthetic of the UK. But at the time, it was about as far from, the American design aesthetic was about as far from the European design aesthetic as it could be. And so literally, I was winning projects with Tylenol and with YoPlay Yogurt and with Hungry Jack and big American brands. And we were getting fired from everything <laughs> because they didn't like the work. So what was the hardest part of doing this, which was acquiring the work I was doing, but then we were losing the work. And so at one point after the seventh job we were fired from, I went to Simon Williams and I said, you know what, this, I can't do this with my career because I'm on the front lines and I'm definitely able to bring in the business and people are trusting me, but I'm abusing that trust by not being able to fulfill the work. So I'm not sure that this is the right fit for me. And I was really sad because I really, really enjoyed what I was doing. And I enjoyed working with Simon, at which point he restructured the company and made me president so that I could then run the company and run the design work. And I was running the design division. There were two divisions, one a strategy, one a design. And so I took over the design division and then began to try to remake the design division 
in a way that I felt we'd be more suitable for the kind of work that our clients wanted at that time. Hey there, thank you very much for listening to this shortcast. Before we go, I want to remind you that we are organizing our first community workshop. It will be the 21st of December at 7 p.m. Central European time. And we will be trying to give you some input and some toolset to start uh, uh, the new year with a new creative project. That could be something on your own, can be your creative project, your podcast, your Instagram account, your YouTube channel, um, can be just switching careers or pursuing something that's creative for you. Uh, we will um, give you some input how to generate ideas if you don't have any, um, what have been the lessons for us, uh, what tactics we have used to stay on the path for so long. Um, and you'll have the opportunity to discuss with other fellow creatives about these topics. So make sure you don't miss this um, workshop. Check the link below in the description. And thank you very much once again for supporting TCI. Bye bye. The whole world stops just like that. Just